Hi, you're listening to the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. I'm your host, Anthony Wilson, and today we have um, just an amazing group of young ladies who have come together to study the Word of God. Isn't that interesting that they are passionate and that they love getting into the Word of God and really breaking it down? And so I've heard so much about their studies that I wanted to have them come on Love Thy Neighbor because you know how we are about the Word. We really love studying the Word and bringing these young ladies on is exciting. And so um, how are you young ladies doing? Hi, everybody. Hey. Hi. <laughs> so tell us your names and um and where you're from. Maybe we'll do it that way. <laughs> All right, I'll go first then. Um my name is Demisha Bailey and I am from Ireland, but I was born I was born in Ireland, but I was raised mostly after college in America. All right. Now Ireland, Ireland, where's that at? Ireland. 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 Okay. Ireland. 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 Okay. Ireland. Yes. So, wow. Ireland. Okay. Who's next? Um, hi, I'm Incia Edgecombe, and I was, I was born in the States. I was born in New York, but I was raised in the United Kingdom, England. Oh, wow. Wow. All right. Who's next? I guess I'll be the lonely American in the room. <laughs> uh, my name is Tierra, and I'm from Denver, Colorado. You know, I'll actually give a city with my state because I'm really from America. Um. <laughs> that is awesome. So, how how did you guys meet? How did how did you meet? Because this is like a, a worldwide connection here. This is global right here. How did you guys meet? Japan. <laughs> Japan. 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 To add another global layer to it, we met. <laughs> we, I study abroad, and we study abroad in Japan. Was it the year 20, 2016, 2017? Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Awesome, yes. awesome. So and we met in a Bible study there. Wow. And so the friendship just kind of continued because that's almost four years ago. <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah I think we really connected one because we were all Christians so we yes. had our faith in common but then we were also you know a small pool of black girls in Japan <laughs> that is true <laughs> that is true it wasn't many amazing I mean so uh so what what are you guys uh what are you guys doing nowadays so you met kind of through college, studying abroad, what's going on now as far as schooling or work? What are you guys doing? Well, I currently am a teacher, and so I teach at a, uh, at a learning center. Uh, during COVID-19, we have to now have these learning centers in Kentucky because a lot of kids don't go to school, so that's where I teach currently. And But on the side, I'm planning on going back to school to continue my major for Japanese language and literature and global studies. Right. Okay. Incia? Um, I had unfortunately just finished my master's program just before the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. So um, I am currently trying to find work. And at the same time on the side, I'm writing. I, I write stories, novels. So I'm writing on the side. 
and looking for work. Okay, so uh, you, you're the definition of the struggling writer? <laughs> yes. Sierra. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so I'm finishing my master's now. So I'm kind of at the point that NCO was when the pandemic started. <laughs> um, and I'm preparing to actually continue my education to do a PhD in the fall. Woo! Awesome. Yeah. Wow, wow. Oh, congratulations. Right, right. Congrats, congrats. So what... What is your individual passions? What 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 are some of the things that really drive you um, and inspire you to 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 just live, to just go for it? Um, and we'll just keep it in the same order. So, Demisha, go ahead. <laughs> oh man, I was hoping I would come last. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, so my individual passion right now at this moment is just I'm trying to connect to a lot of people, and that. Like I said, I'm trying, I'm doing self-study with Japanese. So I try to have these small Bible studies, but also trying to connect with people where like if I'm going to work or am I'm just passing by to show people a little bit more love of God's love. So that is currently what my motivation, passion that gets me up every morning and have all these. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's my passion. Okay. Awesome. Incia. Um, well, writing, writing is one of is one of my biggest passions writing and music um yeah if it has words i'm i'm happy <laughs> if i can make something from words with it then yeah. awesome so you're a communicator <laughs> <laughs> i guess so <laughs> awesome how about you tiara um, for me, let's see. I mean, I agree with what everybody's already said. I feel like that's probably why we're such good friends is we have some similar passions because I'm definitely passionate about music um, and also like connecting with people. But I would say right now, my biggest passion is teaching mm -hmm. um, is that I've really I've had the opportunity to be a teaching assistant while I was uh, while I'm pursuing my master's degree. And I just love it. Like connecting with students, um, even preparing my lesson plans and things like that. I could spend hours preparing my lesson plans and I just hours in a class session, like the, the moment that you help a student, like help them get the light on or help them understand something or see something in a way they didn't see it before. I'm addicted to that. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you must get that honestly. You get you get that honestly. That's, that's that's one of my my passions as well. Just love you know people getting it. What's interesting is that we all share the same type of passions. You know, I'm a aspiring writer, so I'm, I'm gonna have to go to NCA for some uh, some pointers, some tips. You know, get 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 her to help I'll me out with that. <laughs> awesome. You know, and just wanting to connect with people. That's what I want to do. I want to connect with people you know, to show the love of God. And then I love teaching the word of God. I love teaching anything, you know, coach for many years, that's teaching for me. So, yeah. So I think we all have a lot of passions um, in common. So let's talk about this Bible study, this international Bible study. I don't know if, I, you know, that's the way I'm going to coin it or not, 
But how did how did this how did how did this come about? And what's the format? What's the structure? What does it look like? You know, is there a leader? Is it just facilitating? How did, how does it work? Who wants to start that one? We don't have to pick on Demisha. Anybody can start this one. <laughs> okay, Tierra. Um, I can tackle the structure of it. Um, to be honest, I, can... I came in later, so I oh, don't okay. actually know how okay. Demisha and Encia started. Okay. <laughs> I reached out. I think I reached out to you, Encia. Did I not? Yeah, you um, did. Yeah. I reached out to her, and I... I've been trying to reach out to a lot of sisters that we have been that we had in Japan. And Ancia was the first person that came to my mind and was praying about it. And I was like, Ancia, why don't we like stay connected weekly? And that just became to the point where we started reading actually just at first just randomly. First it was Romans and we weren't really yeah. getting anywhere from there, but we, we was trying. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying. So that's how it started. And then I I connected to Tieta. And got her, and that's how she got out up to it. And we actually have another one here who is still a score of us now. Okay. So kind of growing, just kind of gradually. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, it's basically as we said. And then she said, oh, Tiara wants to join us. So I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> the, the more the merrier. <laughs> the more the merrier. And so, Tiara, you're going <laughs> to handle the format. So how, is, how does it work? Um, yeah, so essentially right now we're doing like a through the Bible. Um, and so we read five chapters a week um, and we meet um, for about an hour, an hour and a half, um, depending on how much like speaks to us out of the passage. Sometimes we go shorter, like when we read in these laws in Leviticus, you know, <laughs> a little shorter. <laughs> but other times, if we're in the actual stories, we usually have a lot to say about the stories and those can go on. Okay. Um, but we cover five chapters each week. Um, we typically meet on Saturdays. And I wouldn't say we necessarily have a leader. I think no. we all share responsibility pretty um, evenly. Um we all basically just read the scriptures on our own and then we come together to, to talk about any notes um, or any highlights or questions that we have. Um, and we kind of just share with each other in that way. And sometimes it can be like really deep on um, conversations about like the meaning. Scriptures together um, and we just go verse by verse, chapter by chapter, um, depending on who has comments about the different passages. Okay. Okay. Sounds really good. Um, I, I like it. I like it. Basically it's just facilitation. Whoever pops up and has something to say, they share and everybody kind of piggybacks off of that. And so tell me a little bit about your background as far as the, the, the types of churches that you grew up in. Um, because to my understanding, you guys kind of grew up in, in different um, denominational backgrounds, but yet this, this Bible study thrives and you guys, um, have a great, great time studying together. So, um, what backgrounds do you guys come from? Well, I was an atheist to be honest. And, but my grand, great, great grandfather who raised me in Ireland wasn't Catholic. <laughs> so, it wasn't until I actually came to America and was like my junior, 2014 was I baptized on, under a non 
sorry, non-denominational mm-hmm. <laughs> Christianity. Yes. Okay. Okay. Incia. Um, I was actually raised in the Seventh Day Adventist Church. Um, pretty much my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's that's the church I'm, I'm still a part of now. Awesome. Um, awesome. Awesome. Tierra. Uh, yep. I grew up in non-denominational. <laughs> At least that's what I claim is non-denominational. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. So we have um, a non-denominational with some Catholic influence. We have Seven Day in Venice. We have non-denominational. Um, so I, I imagine that there are some things that when you're reading or when you're going through the Bible that you find um, slightly different points of view on uh, to put it, yep. you know, to kind of put it mildly and just, you know, how do you guys deal with that? How do you guys deal with when you're going through the Bible and you're just reading what it says? What if you grew up with a certain belief or you've been taught a certain belief based upon your denomination or or your background? How do you guys get through those those snags, if you will? We discuss it. Discuss we discuss it. We do. We kind of we talk about it, and if there's something that needs to be followed up on, we tend to say, "Okay, we'll go. We'll go look this up. We'll go discuss this with our family or with our pastors, and we'll come back and talk about it again." The following. Uh, also, I think it became easier because in Japan, we was already mixed with people from different backgrounds, Pentecostal. Mm. Evangelist, a Catholic, non-denominational. I'm not sure why I cannot say this word. (laughs) (laughs) And so we were already open. And so even there, we just focused on Jesus Christ. And so when you don't focus on the differences, but focus on what the love of him, a love of our Lord and Savior, then everything else becomes water underneath the bridge. So when we do have like different ideas when it comes to scripture we do come to we just say you know what let's break off let's think about it and go to the people that we trust and come back pray about it and come back yeah and we usually end up agreeing yeah <laughs> wow. most wow. part yes wow. <laughs> i think too we also take the time to actually look at what the scripture says mm-hmm. like you know if there's something that we can't really understand a lot of times we'll have somebody will pick up uh the concordance and we'll be like, what was the actual word that was used here? Like, wow. yeah. what right. is that they're trying to say? Instead of, like, trying to impose our understandings or what we've been taught, a lot of times we just read what it says in the context it says it in. Yep. Yeah. Which, to me, is 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 the best way to, to study the Word of God. So often we're inundated with um, biases, right? We have inherit biases that we come to the scripture with and if we're willing to just put those down and just say what does this say in this context what does this say um we we find out that uh, sometimes we're we're right about what we believe sometimes we find out that oh we gotta we gotta make an adjustment there because this actually says you know a lot of my podcasts are about what the bible actually says and i usually title it that way because I'll go through and I'll put aside all of my background, all of my beliefs and say, OK, let's just look through here and see what it says, um, see what it's talking about. 
instead of bringing my, you know, predetermined belief. And, and I think what you're describing is that through the love of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the willingness to just read the word of God in its context for what it says, that people can come together. Even if you're from different denominational backgrounds, people can come together. Would you agree with that? Definitely. 100%. So talk to me a little bit, and this is probably a little off script. Talk to me a little bit about how things were before you guys started doing this, you know, before your Japan experience. What was it like to talk to people about things in the Bible? (laughs) And and was it difficult? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's interesting. I'll go first. I've been told I was a prideful person. I don't listen to you. It is it it is what it is. And if I say this, it is. And so. Before, I wasn't as open. I know that because I was at a church before, the church I am now is different than where I started off with. And so there it was like, if you don't believe what they say, then you're wrong completely. And that's what was my mindset. Like, if you didn't believe this specific, that this scripture meant this scripture, this interpretation, then you are completely wrong and I don't accept you and you are of the devil. (laughs) So... That is how I start off. I thank goodness I changed. But, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Thank goodness. Thank <laughs> Won't he do it? <laughs> oh goodness. Pretty sure I was worse out of all everybody. Pretty sure. Oh man. Who else? <laughs> Who else? Enzia, what was your your experience like? Um. Okay, um, Misha, when we were in Japan, she actually said something to me once. She said to me, sometimes you you talk, but you're not saying anything. <laughs> and <laughs> I think that pretty much sums it up. I think that, like, the focus of what I was saying was kind of just based on what I was taught rather than based on my full-on biblical understanding and my experience with God and my walk with God and my walk with the people who kind of helped me to get closer to God, like Misha, like Kara. So, yeah, I think that pre-Japan, I was a little bit more apathetic, Mm. faith-wise and stuff like that, and then... Yeah, I, I I would honestly honestly would say Japan changed my life, wow. <laughs> spiritually yeah. speaking and otherwise. Um, it was a life changing experience, and yeah. You know, I, I love I, I love what you guys are saying because sometimes you do, right, have to get out of your comfort zone, out of your environment that you're safe and secure in, to experience God with other people in a neutral site that this is none of our place, right? This is a whole new place and we're enjoying and experiencing God here. And we get to put down all that stuff and say, what, what is it really saying? So I I love what you guys are saying here. That is awesome. um, What you guys are saying, Tierra, what was, what was your experience? Mm, So this is a difficult question for me (laughs) 
because um, actually it was in Japan that I had this epiphany. But I, I realized that like the way I see myself and the way other people see me don't really match up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it was really in Japan that I had that epiphany is being friends with these ladies as well as a couple of others that were there is realizing that I was like way tougher on myself than I um, like need it to be. Um, and so they helped to kind of free me from that and to give myself a little bit more grace. Um, but I would say prior to actually going to Japan and meeting them, like that was my first time abroad and probably the longest period of time I had spent away from home. Um, so for me, um, prior to that, I relied heavily on my parents. I relied heavily on if there was a question or something, um, that I encountered in my daily life that I didn't have an answer for, I could be like, oh, I'm just gonna go ask dad or I'm just gonna go ask mom, <laughs> right? right? Um, and um, once kind of I got to Japan and was confronted with diff all these different ideals and things, it was like the training wheels were off um, mm. and I had to actually pour out what had been poured into me. Um, and in the beginning, I feel like, um, I personally felt like I was a bit of a know-it-all. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if other people thought that way, but it felt like I always had to say something. And um, I feel like now I'm getting more comfortable with not being the person that has to say something all the time. Like I can just let other people make their comments and that be the last comment, you know? Um, but so, yeah. Which, you know, for some people, they might not understand how how important that is because it really shows you know the humility because you know and you know being your dad i i know you very well um and so it's kind of you almost feel compelled to prove that you that you belong or that you know something um because mm -hmm. a lot of times you do but that doesn't mean that i have to respond because if I sit back and listen, maybe I learn something new. Maybe I learn a, a new approach to something that I already know. So even if I know the answer, what if I learn a different way to say that from listening to other people, from other cultures, from other backgrounds um, that have the same beliefs? And then just seeing how they share. Um, I'm, I'm a student of people. You know, that is something that I love to listen and watch people and understand um, how people work together, how pe what what divides people and what brings people together. And I think that's what attracted me to wanting you guys to come on is because I just feel like it's amazing that from such a diverse background, <clears throat> you guys have come together to produce this study. And, and, and I know there's a, uh, another uh, there's another person that's a part of the study that's also from uh, somewhere far away. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, South Korea, South Korea. And so it's like, wow, this is amazing that they all can come together. And the Bible, the word of God is what is unifying them. And they're able to talk through, um, doctrinal differences. So can you share if you would like to, if it's not like a really rough thing, um, one of your most difficult conversations um, 
that you had. And maybe it's not the difficult. Maybe you take one that's a little that wasn't the number one, but maybe the number <laughs> maybe the number two difficult conversation that you guys had as you're reading through the Bible um, that you kind of like, whoa, OK, we're kind of at odds with this. How, you know, what was the subject and how did you have that conversation? You don't have to go into, oh, well, this is what we, you know, but what was the subject and how did that conversation go? You guys remember? What was that conversation? You guys went back and forth on what it, what was it? We've had a couple of them. Mm -hmm. We did. I mean, we had the most recent one about, you know, the priests and the role of the priests. Mm -hmm. And then we also had one about the Sabbath. Um, yes. Mm -hmm. um, and then the, there was the other one about Moses. Yes. And like <laughs> when he said something, like yeah. what time frame he was throwing it at. Yeah, mm -hmm. probably we'll talk about that one because I feel like that was the most, the least controversial one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think when we were going through Exodus, there was a point in time where um, there is a um, passage, I don't remember the exact chapter, maybe, I think, I feel like it was like around 14, it was in the middle of Exodus, but where there's a part where Moses is supposed to be going back to Egypt to talk to Pharaoh. Um, and so he has everyone with him and he's going back um, and he hesitates. Um, and there's a scripture that the verse says that the, um, the Lord had set out to kill him. Ah, but yes. His, <laughs> yeah. wife, yeah. his wife um, circumcised their son and it saved Moses's life. Right. Um, and so we were all like had different points of view. <laughs> like, I think I had said that um, God was trying to kill the son. Um, and then we all just had different interpretations of it and we could not come to a conclusive conclusion. We were like, we don't actually know what's the answer. Is God trying to kill Moses? That doesn't make sense. Is God trying to kill the son? Is he trying to kill the wife? Like what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> and so we ended up deciding to, um, pause on it. Um, and each consult with our spiritual leaders and then come back the next week and share our answers. And I remember being so amazed because I was super worried. I was like, <laughs> what if we all come up with different, different answers? answers. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean that we don't believe the same things? Like, what do we do if that happens? Do we just break apart? Right. Does the Bible study just end right there? Just It's over. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it ended up that even after consulting with our different like spiritual leaders we all came to the same conclusion wow um so that was a really powerful moment but, yeah and, and and you know what if 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 we if we're just reading the bible in context what it says without you know a denominational influence or the influences of i don't know our biases i think that would happen a lot i mean there's going to be some difficult ones right where it's going to be hard to see. But I think if we just keep going back to the word and saying, okay, let's wrestle with what this says, not necessarily wrestle with what each other is saying. Does that make sense? If we're really right. going to just wrestle with what does this say? Well, you know, if I wrestle with what you're saying, then it may distract me from what the Bible is saying because I'm focused on what you're saying. But if we all take our eyes 
and we focus it on the word and we say, well, what does this actually say? I think we come to a better agreement. I was listening to a theologian and, you know, there's some things in the Bible that are so simple that only a theologian can mess it up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> only somebody who knows way too much can make this so complicated, you know? And I think when I say that, what I mean is that, man, the, the answers are usually simpler than what we think they are. And we can overcomplicate it. Have you guys found that even yourself individually, sometimes you've overcomplicated certain things when you're reading the Bible? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> all the time. All the, all, all the time. Especially like with the Sabbath, overcomplicated it. Just, just turn it into <laughs> something. Overthink it. Overthink it. Is I feel like we, I feel like Incia and I have a tendency to really get deep and overthink, and Demisha always is just like, no, no. <laughs> it like balances us out because there have been times that like Incia and I are like, like Incia is the type of person that highlights every. Everything. <laughs> everything, every name, and every material, and everything, and I'm it's always like, again and again, and I'm the type of person that's like, but why did they use this word? Right. Like, couldn't they have chosen a better word? And Denisha's just like, stop, please. This is this is all this. This is what the story said. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely interesting because I think when me and my wife studied together. We're the same way. My wife will focus on the story and like, well, this is the story. And I'll be thinking, well, but why did they have to say this? <laughs> you know, why, why did why did he say it like that? Why? Why did he what was he trying to tell? And it's like you're always looking for, you know, and, and there's times that like, wait a minute. Um, I think I was doing a study and that's how I found this weird thing in the Bible about this tree. Right. And we were talking about this tree and something caught me attention about this particular tree. And so I went and I studied this whole tree and I followed it throughout the Bible. My <laughs> wife was like, why are you doing that? <laughs> I was like, I just want to, it just was something weird about this tree. And I just need to know why this tree kept coming up. And so I, I can be that way as well. Whereas you kind of get hung up on something and you just got to chase it down. And when you come to the conclusion, you're like, okay, that was really, really cool. But there's nothing really, <laughs> you know, uh, going on there. But it was a cool study. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, when you guys come together and you study, um, you said you're reading through like five chapters. How, how difficult is that to do with all the other things that you guys are doing? Because you guys are studying, you're working, you know, a parent, uh, you know, what, how do you, how do you find time to do this reading? And what does that look like? <laughs> we're all laughing because we're honestly, we barely find the time to do it. <laughs> Each of us is um, at some point has been the one, if not every week, that like an hour before Bible study is reading through <laughs> the chapter. Um, so I think that it has, it definitely is a challenge and it's probably an area of growth for all of us. Um, I know last night I tried doing uh, the audio Bible instead of doing, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> so that I could listen to it while I was doing other stuff. Um, 
but we definitely are kind of, you know, do it at the very last minute. But I feel like the Bible study deadline, at least make sure that we're doing it. Right. I right. feel like without that deadline, we wouldn't be reading it at all. Right. Right. Yeah. It's always my plan. I always sit down and say, OK, this week I am going to read a chapter a day and I'm going to get through it like that. And somehow it gets <laughs> to like Thursday or Friday and I'm like, I still haven't done it. <laughs> <laughs> Could have sworn this week I had two Tuesdays and three Wednesdays and still haven't done it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that that is awesome. Um our church is doing through the Bible. It started out uh through the Bible in 90 days and then it turned to through the through the Bible into and it turned into through the Bible in 180 days. So, uh it might change again. <laughs> it might it might change again, but just getting, you know, just the the discipline of reading something um daily, um at least getting in your scriptures uh, weekly, because there are a lot of people that they'll hear a, som- a sermon on Sunday, and then they don't read the Bible again till the next Sunday when the sermon comes up. And don't let it be one of those churches that reads one verse, oh, right? And they be going miles, <laughs> <laughs> days in the church For, with you know, and just one verse. And like, how did he do that with one? One verse. Okay. But, you know, and so they're not really getting to read the Bible because they just heard one verse and then they listen to somebody talk. And now you, because you're not going to pick it up till next Sunday, but, you know, the daily discipline of reading the Bible, uh, at least the commitment to it, because and as I, what I hear what you guys are saying is that you're not hung up on beating yourself up because you didn't read it every single day, but having this group uh, gives you accountability and a reason um, to go ahead and do the reading, which even though you're in separate places, um, I really feel like that's the picture of the church. The church, um, a community always brings accountability. When you have a community, I don't care what the community is about. You know, if you are part of a community in that community is built in accountability. Even if people aren't like, you know, cause when we think accountability, it's about somebody getting on somebody and you better do this and you better, but no, there, there's the accountability of just us all going in the same direction, wanting the same thing. And so we try to live up to those expectations uh, of, of each other because that's what we want to do. And so finally, last but not least, um, tell me the impact um, that this Bible study has had on each of you um, in your own individual way. What has it been? It really mm-hmm. shows me God's heart. You know, I've always seen the Bible as um, a love story to each and every one of us. But when I have, when we have these Bible studies, it's so much easier to see the way like to see God's feelings or to see the way God sees things through other people's eyes that everyone experience things differently. So I'm very grateful because I get so happy when we have these Bible studies. It's like a more of a relief and more of a refresher, but it has hugely impacted me in my spiritual life to, to see it or try to see it through God's eyes when I don't do what I should do, to be honest. Amen. Incia? 
How is this Bible study? I, I 100%. I agree with Denisha. Um, it 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 kind of opens our eyes to kind of how God with us, and he, he he takes consideration for us as human beings. And like I feel like like right now we're in the Old Testament, and I feel like if you can see it in the Old Testament, then you know you're going to see it in the New Testament, and you know. This is this is real, like so. It it yeah. It's, it's showing us God's heart, and also for me personally, I feel I find it possibly the most peaceful time of my week. Because <laughs> yeah, and it's a time where I don't actually have to think about anything else. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Tierra, how has this Bible study impacted you? Mm. I don't want to be the mushy one, but, <laughs> but I think that this Bible study um, came exactly at the moment that I needed it. Um, I think, like I mentioned earlier, I came in late after Encia and Demisha had already been doing the Bible study together. And it was right when all of the pandemic stuff started happening and I had gotten sent home from my um, university in LA, I was forced to go back home, which wasn't even really my home because it was Pueblo, not Denver. Um, and so I was in this weird place where like, all I had really was class um, and maybe my parents and that was it. I didn't really have much other community or human interaction. Um, and kind of Demisha just kind of randomly reached out to me and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> that maybe I'll do it since I have time, since everything is shut down right now. <laughs> and um, once I started doing it, I really grew to love it. And I have um, really enjoyed, um, you know, not only digging into the word, but also the friendship that has come out of it. Mm -hmm. um, because I think for me as a PK, um, I felt like there was always a component of for friendship that a lot of people couldn't understand. Like they couldn't understand what it meant to be, a, you know, devoted to the scripture and to be, you know, devoted to God. Um, and so when I was growing up, I didn't really have that kind of friendship like that outside of my family. And through this Bible study, Encia and Demisha have proven to me that there are people out there that can ride with me, you know? And so it's been a very powerful reminder that I'm not alone um, and that, you know, God does send people when you need them. Um, and then, you know, I've also gotten a good couple of catchphrases out of it. You know, it's <laughs> just always dropping her. You have much wisdom. <laughs> I've definitely taken that from here. <laughs> um, and I feel like also, you know, we do more than study the Bible. We laugh together, um, crack jokes. And yes. We pray for each other. I think prayers have been um, really impactful, too, um, and a, mm -hmm. a way to kind of share our lives with each other. So it's definitely brought more joy and friendship to my life. Amen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's amazing. And I think that's why I wanted to get you guys on, um, because it, it, people need to know that you can find other people out there that have your passion, that have your desire, your your want to 
you know, be dedicated to the word, to live by the word and be willing to discuss it. One of the hardest things in this world is dealing with people who don't even want to talk about it. They don't even they don't even want to have the conversation just because we disagree doesn't mean we have to disconnect. But so many people believe that that's it. If you disagree with me, boom, it's over. <clears throat> it's done. And I like what you guys said about, you know, that first, you know, tough conversation. There was this this anxiety that, <clears throat> man, is this it? Are we going to break up over? Is the band going to break up over, <laughs> you know, this issue? And believe it or not, there have been whole churches that have split over doctrinal issues. And so it is a real thing. And for you guys to overcome it is amazing. And I believe it should give people hope that if we just stick to what the word says, we're going to find common ground. And God then is the one bringing us together. And so that is so amazing. So we're going to close out here. Um, and what I like to do based upon our subject is to ask our guests. And so you guys pick which one uh, to pray for our listeners and specifically that people will find this that you guys have. What you guys have, I want you to pray that they'll find this. And so who's our who's our who's up? Who who do you guys pick to 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 pray for? NCL. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, but I have to explain this because this is a running joke in our Bible study. Is at the end of prayer, we stopped doing nose ghosts because we realized that that is actually not a good practice. But since right. we stopped doing that, Demetra has made herself the captain of the Voluntold. <laughs> she always picks Insia. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, you know, it's all you, Encia. <laughs> well, Encia, well, if, if you would just pray for our listeners, that would be awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Dear kind and Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity for us to come together, for us to once again discuss you and the time that we spend with you and to give people an insight, the opportunity to give people an insight into how we connect with you and how we interact with you and how we get to know you. I I want to thank you for this podcast and thank you for the people that it reaches and thank you that it reaches people. And I pray that you, you will be with every listener and I pray that you will touch their hearts and that you will that you will work with them and within their communities and within their lives so that they may have the opportunities that that we have had, the opportunities like the ones that we have had, to get together, to come together, to understand what it is has been like to get to know you, to look at things from different perspectives and still be able to be to come together in agreement. And to build a friendship like the one, the, the like the one we have built, and just to have the opportunity to to build a relationship with you, and to have you work in our relationships with other people. I pray that you will bless every person that listens to this, and every person that hears this, and that you will guide them in the way that you know that they should go. 
as you've guided us. And I pray that you continue to guide us and continue to guide all of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, ladies, for coming on and spending this time with us, um, with me and the listeners that will hear this. I just know this is going to touch a lot of people. And so uh, thank you for listening to the Love Thy Neighbor podcast. Remember, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. God bless.